Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Unheard, I'm Freddie Sayers. Over here in the UK, we have almost forgotten about COVID. Life is pretty much back to normal. Lots of European countries, even Italy, which has been so stringent on COVID policy, is beginning to loosen up. Well, over in China, where the virus was first discovered, things are going in the opposite direction. The largest city, Shanghai, a city of nearly 30 million people, is currently in total lockdown. Footage has emerged of the streets, completely empty, even empty of cars, shopping malls deserted, motorways completely empty. It seems like a very eerie place at the moment. And we don't know much about what's actually happening in there. The Communist Party that runs China is notoriously secretive. Media access is very small. 
But today we do actually have a window into life in zero COVID Shanghai. A lady called Jane Polubotko, who is a Ukrainian national and has been living in Shanghai for some years, has been moved to a camp which has currently been erected in the Expo Center in the middle of Shanghai. She joins us live from inside the Shanghai Expo Center COVID Center to give us a tour and tell us about it. So Jane, you're a marketing manager at a technology or music technology company in Shanghai. How long have you been living there? I've been actually living in, in Shanghai quite a while. It's been, it's going to be nine years in September. Wow. So, so yeah, quite some time. So you're very familiar with the culture and the, and the kind of lifestyle over there. Tell us the story of how you've ended up in the Shanghai Expo Center COVID camp. I was feeling a little bit sick, a little bit weak. Um, on, it was March 26 and um, I went to the hospital to do a COVID test. And by the time it was quite regular for us to take COVID tests every other day, uh, since uh, it was required um, to go to the gyms or any other public places. So I went to do a COVID test and the results were abnormal. Um, I was contacted the, the next day by the hospital over there. Do we know what abnormal means? Is that the same as positive or negative? Um, apparently that is the same as positive. So I, um, yeah, I never received the, the actual results. Usually we would receive them on the special app um, where your health code is. And I have not received that, but yeah, the, the hospital told me that they're abnormal. And that's, that's this kind of short story of how I ended up here. And it seems like people around me here, they had the same problem. So they, most of the people did not receive a positive confirmation of the positive uh, test. It was just like abnormal results and uh, yeah, here I am. Do they then move you into the camp or do you just choose to go there or, or how do you get there? So um, yeah, the emergency uh, car, like medical emergency car came to my house and picked me up and uh, brought me here. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if I had any other choice apart from not going there. Um, I didn't even ask and um, maybe that was a mistake and um, when I asked like where I'm going um, I, the whole communication was in Chinese and uh, they, they said that like this words that I did not know like I could totally understand that was not a hotel I was really hoping that it's gonna be a hotel you didn't even know where you were going when you got into the car I wasn't sure yeah I wasn't sure where I was going and I wasn't sure even obviously the the address you know because uh, I think there is a multiple uh, places like this right now in Shanghai so luckily I'm not too far away from home <laughs> is everyone who tests abnormal being moved into a camp like this is that what's currently happening in Shanghai uh, it feels like that yes it feels like that so how long have you been in there for and what information have you got about when you're gonna get out? Um, up until now, it's 11 days uh, since I'm here. And um, communication-wise, it's a little bit, um, there's no official communication or, or notices for us ooh, what's happening next. The only thing I know is the, you know about COVID tests, which we take luckily pretty much every day or every second day. And you get the results? of those i get the results but not to again not to my app how it, the, the way it usually works they would tell us like personally we would have to go and look for the stuff here and then they were researching their uh, on their computers and this is how we get the results and what is the result are you currently positive negative or abnormal 
<laughs> Good question. Um, so I've done four tests. Actually, I've done five tests, but I know the results only of four uh, first tests. The first one was negative, second positive, third negative, fourth negative. <laughs> That's how it is. And uh, today we were told, uh, just like short brief information that we got today is that apparently if you have four negative tests in a row, you can be uh, released from the hospital. But I still don't know if like, we can really trust this information. So until I actually see people leaving, then <laughs> I can believe. Have you seen anyone leave? Have you got any friends in there? Who no. Okay. No, not yet. Uh, yesterday there was a list circle, like there was a list circulating with the names of the people who might be leaving today, but there is nobody who left today. No one left yet. One question I have is like, what is the legal situation? I mean, if are you being held there against your will? If you just right now walk out, what would happen? I'm pretty sure that there will be legal obligations if I just like walk out from this place. And it's not that easy because um, although we can go sometimes outside, like when they let us out or all the COVID tests are happening outside, but there is a fence. So I would have to climb the fence and that would definitely attract so many, so many, you know, people with their phones. Are there guards at the exit? Uh, um, there's no, there's no actually guards, but there is uh, medical stuff in around here which do like different types of jobs like they do cleaning they you know provide us with information but the, the, the actual guards guards um not sure so give us a sense of what life is like inside this building it's the it's the expo center right so it's a huge collection of buildings that's normally used for international shows and those kinds of things they've turned it into this vast complex exactly that's that's what this place is um, it's huge. It's, I cannot tell like how big it is, is it, but I can tell you that there is around 4,000 people. I tried to count based on the beds and the blocks that are inside here. And what's like day-to-day -day life like? Well, we get, we get food three times a day. So we, the food is red, it's warm and, and we have veggies. Um, there's no showers. So they like, we have like little baskets, the water baskets that we can use to like wash our faces or wash our hands, arms and our legs. Um, they also brought us with some towels. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a bit challenging of course, especially for girls to, I think, to, to stay in such, um, uh, such accommodations and the, the facilities are not great. Um, but yeah, having no shower is probably the worst part of it. You seem kind of cheerful, I would say. Are you just an optimistic person? Uh, you, have you found it difficult? What, what's your experience been like? Um, it's, it's not nice for sure, the, the whole thing, and especially like not knowing what's happening next and kind of not being able to like have control over your body. You know, you just like kind of get your gut here. Uh, but I'm trying just to keep up positive and um, I mean, we're we're like, the, the people here are pretty nice. We, I, I practice my Chinese more and more. Uh, we talk, we share things. Um, I'm in the constant connection, like, I, I'm talking to my friends and because um, mm. I'm Ukrainian, I'm from Ukraine and, uh, you know, knowing what's happening right now in my country uh, obviously does not let me feel, you know, down or, or very bad or upset about this situation. Because I know that's what's happening in Ukraine way, way worse. So there's a, it's been quite an intense month for you then. Are you able to access news 
from within mainland China about what's going yeah. on in Ukraine? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I can, I, I can uh, read everything and, and, and listen. And uh, yeah, I'm using VPN. So what happens to people who have children or dogs or cats, and then they're suddenly transported to this place? Um, so I have a cat, for example. Um, so and what I did is uh, when they told me that I have to leave, um, I called my friend and she came to my to the gates of my compound because she could not walk inside and I was not allowed to walk outside. And basically when I was uh, leaving my house to get to the gate and then get to the emergency car, th this is this that was the moment when I passed my cat with all of her stuff to my friend. So I had to do like this kind of special operation there. So Shanghai is totally in lockdown. Give us a sense of what life is like outside the camp at the moment. To be honest, I've been here for so long. I, I got here right. Be I got here before the whole city was on the lockdown. Right. Um, but I know that uh, yeah, people just staying outside, uh, staying inside at homes. They also get tested pretty often, and um, the owners of pets are not allowed. The owners of dogs actually are not allowed to go outside to walk the dog outside. So the dogs have to do all of their things uh, inside the house now. So this is the zero COVID strategy that China is the kind of inventor of. How's it going? Um, I mean, before this spike, um, it, it was actually, we, we, we could say it was zero COVID before the spike. And the only things that would remind us about COVID was just masks in the public, uh, in the public transport or like scanning QR codes your health codes to get into the public place and um, very high prices of the flight tickets. Right now, um, right now, it's um, hard for me to say because I think it's too early to estimate. Like, I, I don't know how long this whole thing is going to last um, and um, what are going to be the consequences of, of this whole situation. It doesn't seem like it's zero COVID inside the expo center anyway. No, I mean, right now, Shanghai is definitely not a zero COVID. And um, um, every, every day, the numbers of asymptomatic cases are actually quite high. And the ones with the symptoms are around, uh, I don't remember, 300, 400, 500, something along those lines. Are you able to give us a bit of a tour, do you think? Can you pick up the phone and um, give us a, give, we'd love I to look around. Can? Yes, yes. Just, oh, wait a second. If you flip Let the camera around. On. Yeah, just so it's um. So you've got like a little cubicle. You've got a cubicle with a number on it. Do you know your Correct. number? Let me check. Yes, I'm um one hundred thirty-six. There we go. Mm -hmm. Got it. So okay, so these are your neighbors. This is my these are correct. These are my neighbors, and, and are uh, they are they within the same uh, family? This is my number. Are they are people? I don't think so. No. So no, it's just no, two, no. two it's, um, people per cubicle. Correct, correct. And uh, I think the only people who can stay together uh, as a family is kids and their parents. I mean, I observed that there are no walls. So for a respiratory virus, it doesn't seem especially mm -hmm. um, conducive to no infections. I mean, <laughs> that seems like you're in the middle of somewhere with quite a lot of COVID floating about. That's correct.
and we share the same sink, same bathroom. So yeah, doesn't. So if you um, if you didn't not necessarily very effective. Uh, if you didn't have COVID mm -hmm. before you arrived there, you, you probably will get it while you're there. Very likely. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's huge. You can see that um, over there, people put some um, blankets, like to make kind of walls. Yeah. And then where do you, are there so other yeah, areas? Right now, are there other areas for, I don't know, recreation or? <laughs> well, this is like the main area. And then we have area with a uh, with sink, uh, like multiple sinks and a bathroom area with um, portable, uh, transportable bathrooms. You know, the ones that like usually used in the festivals. I mean, I think it would be interesting to try to walk out. I mean, um, like leave. I'm, I'm not that desperate so far. No. But I, if you I get to that point, if you get to that point, make sure to do like, it with I'll us on know. the line, because then everyone will see what happens. The problem is that, um, first of all, I'm, I'm a foreigner, so it's going to be, I'm the only foreigner here. So that like everyone will notice that. Um, and the other thing is that Shanghai, Shanghai right now is in a complete lockdown. Yeah. So no one walks outside, nobody. Right. Uh, so it's going to be really weird. And it's going to probably be a matter of seconds when the cameras will, you know, register me outside. And then what happens? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess they will bring me to a police station. This is how I, I would imagine it. So these, this is the main entrance. This is, I guess, where people would normally come inside during the, um, you know, during the commercial fairs that are happening here, exhibitions. Um, right now, people are queuing for the COVID tests over there. I see. So you can go outside for um, a test. Yes. And we usually, like, they normally organize us in different groups based on the, the number of our beds. And you can see that there is fence outside. So the, the, the people who work there are wearing protective clothing? Correct, yes. Because it's not my turn right now to do the COVID test. Maybe they will ask me to, to go inside. That's how it is. A bit loud. Have you seen anyone um, make complaints or have arguments with the guards or has everyone just been compliant? Um, yes, that actually happens, happens a few times already. Uh, the first day when, we, when I just arrived here, um, there were like a lot of people complaining um, to, to the medical staff here and actually the video of them complaining that went viral all around the Chinese um, internet. And a few days ago, I think again, people were complaining. And because uh, a few days ago, there was already our ninth, tenth day, uh, and people were really like not not satisfied with the fact that we're still here. And and right now, I feel like the vibe is people are getting more and more annoyed staying here for a long time. What will you do if you're still there in a week's time, or in two weeks' time? Uh, that's a good question. I've, I've tried to reach out to Ukrainian consulate today. Um, let's see if there is any anything they can do um, in any way they can help me to get get to get out. However, I was told by one of the um, 
one of the journalists that uh, diplomats unfortunately cannot do much right now within this situation. Um, so I don't know. I really hope that I will be out in one week time from here. Well, Jane, thank you so much for giving us a tour and make sure to stay in touch and let us know how it goes. Sure. Thank you very much. Thank you to Jane Polubotko for giving us that exclusive glimpse inside the Shanghai Expo Center COVID camp. I thought she seemed remarkably upbeat and philosophical about the whole experience, given that she's there in a numbered cubicle as one of 4,000 people without access to her clothes, her possessions, or her cat. But I suppose being from Ukraine and seeing all of the terrible events happening in her home country, it is all relative. Thank you to her for showing us around and thanks to you for joining. This was Unheard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.